take your crazy, mix it with other crazy and Scott's crazy yeah. on top. Exactly. And you've got a whole God. bowl full of crazy. So much fun to be around. Yeah. And it makes it easier for the state authorities if you guys are all <laughs> and uh, just that that's what I hear. Everyone's more comfortable when we know where you are and what you're doing. And so yeah. just it's better for everybody. <laughs> Legendary first appearance, Scott Henderson back with us. Scott, welcome. Yeah, I'm honored to be a two-timer. Yes. I, do I get a jacket for Not this? Not yet. That's when okay. we get to three okay. times okay. embroidered. Okay. Yeah, gold. Oh, it's it's a tailored thing. So it's exciting, and I know you're busy this time of year, so thanks for taking the no, time. We've got a lot of cool things to discuss. And you've crammed in a couple of years of things into really packed 18 months and a lot of things are coming to fruition. And you got engaged. Congratulations. Yeah, well, yeah, most yeah. Shout out first to Krista. Yes, Krista, very lucky lady. And everyone's buzzing here as I wondered how much TMZ paid for the uh, pictures let's and the ring say, pics. Let's just say the wedding party is paid for. Okay. Yeah, thanks to TMZ. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> We've been dating almost two years. So yeah. it was a good, good journey. And now we're onto the next milestone. So we're looking forward to that. That's good. Mergers and acquisitions. That's, <laughs> That's the job that we're in, right? <laughs> yeah. Start stuff and see who wants to merge and rise. It's, uh, yeah, I haven't thought about that. The way. ultimate startup. <laughs> We wish you luck and not an exit for the first no, time yeah, we they, want. We, that's a value stock. I'm yes, holding that exactly. One. Holding that one to the grave. Pull, grow, build. Yes, very important. <laughs> and and motion powered by generator. Your day job, your life's work, your focus, your passion, managing principle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell us what's been going on and and <sighs> what people out there, interested folks, what should they know? The last time we talked, uh, <laughs> we were in the midst of our fall programming, but now we're, we're heading into the next three years. We're excited that we are the only early stage industry agnostic. So early stage meaning the earliest you can find a company and industry agnostic meaning we're not just focused on one thing like financial tech or ag tech, but so early stage industry agnostic investment accelerator where we invest money into companies and then work with them in hand in hand uh, over a 12 week period to help them really focus on growing their customers, growing the revenue and being introduced to a significant amount of mentors, community members, customers, and investors. And we're just finishing up the second traditional accelerator cohort of the most recent era of Enmotion. Even though Enmotion's now, we'll be celebrating our 10th anniversary on January 10th in 2024, coming up here in a few weeks. And that's gonna be like a look back on the decade of startup acceleration in the state of Nebraska. But more recently, in the last four years, we've been working with Generator out of Wisconsin and utilizing programming methodologies, but also the national network of generator. And I was just looking at the numbers for the last two years where we've been doing the traditional accelerator again. And we've helped and invested in 13 companies. And of those 13, at least five of them have already raised additional funds over $3 million. Wow. So it's pretty significant to think about in terms Incredible. of- Incredible. For those not familiar with startups, startups are early stage. It's basically ideas or just starting off with a product. And they have this aspiration of becoming large. They want to become the large giant oak tree. They're an acorn. And we try to find them and try to cultivate them and, and encourage them. 
but you don't see the fruits of your labor until five, six, seven, eight years down the road with these companies. But one of the early indicators is have other investors seen the value in them and invested in them after they came out of your program. And so that sometimes get lost in the accelerator world, but that's something we focus on. Our goal is to get at least 60% of those companies coming through within six months of the program. And I'm excited. The most recent cohort that graduated in August, three of those eight have already raised their round and two other companies have raised, they've actually received grants from the state of Nebraska for prototype grants. In total, we're doing very well with that cohort. And the previous cohort, I just talked to one of the founders, he just finished closing a $1.5 million round. So it's exciting to see. And that one came out of the UNMC technology portfolio. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And then as far as what's coming up next, what are prospective applicants? Where is that in the cycle? What what should people who this may have perked up their ears hearing about this, how can they get involved? For your loyal listeners, uh, they'll remember the Beanie Baby Flipper, of course, Nate Clark. Mr. He's, Nate Clark. He is literally, as we're recording this, on the road, on a road show to Minneapolis, Des Moines. He's going to come through Omaha, Lincoln, and Kansas City. But we're going to be meeting with people in person and virtually all the way through December 3rd is our first deadline, which is for the early admissions, but our final deadline is December 17th, and that'll be for the spring cohort. So we're putting together six companies. We'll be investing $100,000 in each of them in exchange for 7.5% equity stake uh, through a safe agreement. And it's really an exciting time because that'll get going February 21st is once we select the companies, February 21st to May 21st. So our spring is pretty well baked for us. And then we'll do it again. We'll do another cohort. So the exciting part is that we're launching into our next three years. We've raised money to fund the next three years of programs, and thanks to a lot of generous but also wise investors, we've got the money to do this idea of a six-company cohort twice a year for three years. So we'll have 36 companies that we're going to be investing in over three years and then have some money on hand to invest in up to three of those, an additional round of funds. We're doing the 36 investment accelerator placements of 100K, and then we're looking to invest another 380000 into up to three of those companies. Do you have a favorite part in the process personally? Do you like when there's a bunch of things coming in and it's all possibilities? Or do you like the end stages where it's getting serious? Or what are you personally most fulfilled by? I love the recruitment and then just getting things going, getting challenging each of the founders coming in. Because in that 12-week period, it's pretty intense. The first two weeks uh, of the program, we're really diving deep into the business side of things and understanding what it's in, a lot of times just in the founders' heads or on scraps of paper where we're helping them articulate, what is this business? What is this investment opportunity beyond what you're selling to the customers? And that first two weeks is challenging mindsets for people and it's helping them really open their minds and expand their thinking so that then they can see the opportunities. They might've been too narrowly focused on something. And then once we get that good foundation set in the first two weeks. We actually work with each of the companies to focus on two or three customer acquisition experiments we can run with them. We're trying to, in that 12-week period, not only understand their company, but also help them get more customers buying from them. So if they have not yet sold something, they might be pre-revenue, as it's called. We're hoping to get them to actually ring the register. If they've already rung the register, we want to help bring it faster. So we're looking over those. The second two-week sprint, we do that customer acquisition strategy. We step back and do a week of retreats with the companies, and then we do another 
two-week sprint. So we work in this two-week-on, one-week retreat, two-week-on, two, a one-week retreat, so that we're testing a lot of different things and then pruning off what's not working and then doubling down on what is working. And that's, I think, the magic of what we've been able to construct here through the InMotion Accelerator program is tangible results. So they can see a code buddy, which came out of our most recent group in the summer, they were able to raise over $600,000 because they were able to say they doubled their revenue for four months in a row. And that's, yeah. that's even when you're in you know the nascent stages of only a you know, couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars a month, that's still significant because what people who invest in investment accelerators, it's a class of, it's part of the investment class called venture capital. These are people who are looking to put rocket fuel into the next rocket ship. And they know there's going to be a lot of rocket ships that blow up or don't make it to, to, to out of the atmosphere, but they know the ones that do are going to do it in, in a significant way. And, and what they're looking for is, can you grow a company 20% month over month consistently? Yeah. And if you do that, even when small numbers, we saw through COVID that geometric progression goes pretty quickly. Perhaps, right. right? Growth is growth. Growth I mean, is growth. It's yep. got to start somewhere. What are maybe the common things that you see in the early stages that maybe the listener or average person, is there an impediment to success early on that you've picked up that you just go, gosh, if this X wasn't a factor, this idea would really fly? Or is every case just so different? I think it is, each one has its unique fingerprints, but I think there are common principles that we look for. Yeah. We're definitely looking for, are the founders the right people to solve this problem? Meaning, have they chosen a problem that they, through their own experiences or their expertises, bring it something unique to the table? And then pair that with, is this a large enough market? Because if we're trying to bet on companies that are going to have significant growth, you mean, that needs to be a problem that a lot of people have or at least there's going to be a lot of money that can be made every year. It's got to have a big enough vision. So we're looking for people who have chosen a problem that, if it's solved, can create a tremendous market opportunity for that company that's going to do that. And I think you put those two together, the, the founders, the right people to solve it, and this is a large enough problem to solve. Then you look at the next one, which is, have they been able to get people to take action in kind of investor parlance? It's called traction and ideal customer traction. And Nate was talking about the More Founders Bootcamp. We taught in that bootcamp series the traction triangle at the top of that triangle is cash and are people paying you for it but if you haven't been able to get to a point where you could sell something are people taking action that indicate that they want to do, want to pay you money right so yeah. are you wanting to do a letter of intent would you like to pre-purchase something or even hey maybe i'll start playing with a, a free version of it and not pay out of my pocket but am i spending time and overcoming that inertia and then as they're amongst their group do you notice like a not a personality but i guess almost a character to the different cohort groups as they come together or oh, are yeah, they individual yeah. in your mind or not, you'd think of them by class the cohort experience meaning that we put six companies together and sometimes it's a solo founder sometimes it's two or three founders that have come into that company it's i think that's probably about half the value of an accelerator it isn't just the mentors and the investors we get in the coaching that we're doing but it's really the peer-to-peer conversations it's a lonely world being a startup founder you're starting off with this idea in your head 
And it's three years from now. You know, you're living what the future is going to be. And you're betting your career, you're betting your time and your energy, your reputation on what you think the rest of the world will catch up with you on. And you seem delusional at times. <laughs> right. You seem crazy. And so there is this fine line between this delusion and naive ambition. Yeah. And so I think what you do see is when those six companies come together and the founders that are hanging out with each other, we put a lot of time and energy on the front end of those programs. So we spend three days together before we start the 12 weeks. It's the week before as week zero is a three-day kickoff. And we're giving them as much shared experiences as much as possible so they get to know each other. And then every week we're gathering in person one day a week to share updates, share what their successes they've gotten and share what challenges and then ask them the help of the group. And so that day is a very sacrosanct day for them because they get to be amongst five other companies who are struggling with the same struggles or succeeding with the same successes. Or at least you can like mutual fund if you're having a down day, someone has an up day, they can lift you up and vice versa. And I think to answer your question directly, yes, each cohort has a different characteristic because it's six different companies, six different yeah. types of people, but they're all in it together. And I think you see this cohesion that comes in. It's magical over those 12 weeks where they're lifting each other. They're, and about halfway through the program, reality is though myself and Nate Clark and Scott Kintner, it, those of us coaching them, we can become Charlie Brown teachers to them. That we are, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. They've heard us enough, right? Yeah. And then after in the second half of this, that 12 weeks, it's they start challenging each other. They, they start calling each other's bullshit. They start reminding each other of their awesomeness. And it's really cool to see that the character of each individual class, of the, each cohort, is different and it's unique to who those people are. But it's, I think, it's this peer-to-peer -peer safe space, but also this really beautiful bucket-filling opportunity for them to remind themselves that they're not in it by themselves. Yeah. Do you do like reunion things when they come back for announcement? Not in a formal sense, yeah. but we, with our 10th anniversary of In Motion this on January 10th, that's one of the things we wanted to do is a reflection back on the last 10 years. Because I think it's been about 98 companies that have come through In Motion since the start. And so if you know the stats, it's most of them fail, most of them fall apart. And so there are founders who came through with a company, but you know what, what we do is we actually reach back out to them. They've learned a lot. And if they're not building a company anymore and they've found a different home, we invite them back to be a mentor and they share those experiences of having given it a go and what lessons they learned. Because it's one of those things where it's a high percentage of failure. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And then, but at the same time, if you look at, oh, well, I didn't hit the exit. Well, the real thing is you win just being in the game because you tried yep. and you're growing and you're learning as a person. So your role and your value to the overall startup ecosystem in the state of Nebraska grows because you're one of the small percentage of people who gave it a swing. And what lessons did you learn from it? And I think I look back to my own personal life. My greatest times of growth is when I failed, when yeah. I didn't hit my goal, when I embarrassed myself, I hit myself against the, you know, smacked against the wall and just fell down. I can't believe I did that. But what did I grow from? How did I grow from it? And it challenged me as opposed to if everything just comes easy, ah, who knows what was luck and who wasn't. What we do is we, we and it's also been a little bit different with COVID, right? So when I moved back three years ago, was getting people together was scary and the cohesion was a little bit different. But I think we've seen one of the interesting things that it's been fun to watch is how those founders stay in contact with each other without us. So there's real value that doesn't have to be facilitated. And so it's neat to see them self-organize their own gatherings. And to anyone who is thinking of 
like the application dates that you gave, how intensive is the application process? It, it does take a little time to sit yeah. down. If someone's already spent some time putting together an executive summary or a pitch deck, if not, we can ha- we happy to provide you with the resources through the More Funders Bootcamp that we just gave, we basically given everyone, here's how you could put an application together yeah. without saying it that way. But if you've already been thinking about it, I'd say they're not difficult questions. And we're really wanting to know specifically what's the problem you're trying to solve, what's the solution you have. If you've already built it out and sold it to people, how many people are doing that? So I'd say it's not a time-intensive process, but I would certainly say, why don't we set up an office hour conversation and, and walk through and find out for you? So if you're like, I'm daunted by this application, Nate and myself and Scott Kittner, we're doing office hours virtually and in person all the way through the, the final deadline. So happy to talk to people. Just go to endmotion.co. There's a call out on the top there. You can read about the Endmotion Accelerator Program and look at the application yourself. And I'd say go and if you even if you're even thinking about it do it because right. we want to make sure every time we since we only have six spots we make sure all, every conversation we have has some sort of value to the person on the other end of that conversation because they may not be uh, the person we select this time whether they come through our program or not we just want more founders building great companies here in the state of Nebraska how often is your initial impression proven to be mostly right, whether it's good, bad, or the idea itself? Are you, <laughs> do you go, gosh, I'm usually pretty right, or are sometimes you just way off? I was having a conversation with Chuck Norris from Nelnet, the more famous <laughs> yes, Nebraska the Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck Norris from Nelnet's the guy you want to know because he's Nelnet's been doing probably the most active investing in companies, early stage companies for the last 15 years. And Chuck was talking about this with uh, me and some other folks, but he was saying, you have some obvious no's. There's people that come up and you're like, this is not the right yeah. idea, the right person. And there's some obvious yeses. Oh my God, this, let's get this person now. Let's make the, and, and there's all this big murky maybe. Most people are murky maybe. You just don't know. And I can tell you, there are a couple people that, and this is where what we do is we make sure that in our selection process, it's not just one person making a decision. We, we make sure there's a diversity of people on our side of the table from gender and, and ethnicity and industry experience and industry sectors. So we can make a more informed, holistic decision. And we're always, it's better for us to advance somebody than to kick them out of the process or to pull them out of the process if there's still something there. And so we we lose if we lose that diamond in the rough. And I think there have been a, a good couple, I'd say about three examples of people that made it in our cohort that if not for one person saying, I don't know if I've seen enough here. There was, it was group consensus that, no, not worth it. Yeah. But there was just one person say, you know what, let's give it a, let's give it another 20 minute conversation and see what, what goes from there. And one of those people I mentioned just in their first traditional accelerator in 2022 program, he just raised $1.5 million. So <laughs> I'm glad he's one of our successes and it could have not made it yeah. if not for someone saying, I think we need to look a little bit closer here. Anything we didn't cover that you wanted to mention? I think the main thing I'd say, if you are listening to this and you or somebody is thinking about going down the path of a, you know, like this startup world and you're looking for, should I do venture capital? Should I take outside investments? I'd say go to endmotion.co, apply and learn what you can through this process and see what 
what questions we ask and submit what you have. And we'd be happy to set up time to have those office hour conversations via Zoom or in person. And just to get to know you is there's only so many crazy entrepreneurs out there. And yeah. we, we want to make sure that if you're one of those crazies out there wanting to create something, we want to find you and connect you to the people that uh, can help you. Because we are one of many people and organizations in the state of Nebraska that are looking to encourage startup founders to grow the companies here. And given that we only have six spots to fill, we, we do our best to find who else in the, the ecosystem can help you, whether it be us directly or indirectly. We want to make sure you're getting the support you need, whether it's from a high growth investment accelerator or more ongoing support from other organizations and uh, investors that are out there. And the main thing is there's only so many people out there that are willing to take these risks. Yeah. And if you've ever thought about it, just get in front of people because what's great is the community here is not large. It's in terms of volume, it's but very well connected. It's a very strong interwoven people. So if you meet one of us, you're going to meet all the others right. that, that can help you. Managing principle of motion powered by Generator. Scott, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.